Welcome to our first bonus episode of I'd Read That. Now, the whole point of these uh, bonus episodes are going to be, they won't be on a set schedule. This, These will come up as Liz and I have read the same book, and then we just want to talk about it, so there will be spoilers. Just raw, kind of like initial impressions of what we think, and just kind of, just and just share. We, again, we want you to, to share, you know, that. So, if you read the book, listen. If you haven't read the book, there will be spoilers, so... So what are we starting off to uh, this episode with? Yeah, so a book that we both read that we kind of wanted to have a conversation about is The Bromance Book Club by Lissa K. Adams. Uh, this book was published in November of 2019, so it's a few years old. It is part of a series. I think there's like four or five books in the series now, all featuring different men in this romance book club. Um, it's a pretty popular book, especially amongst romance readers. It's pretty mainstream, traditional romance. I On Goodreads, it has almost 100,000 ratings. Holy smokes. So, yeah, like 96,000 ratings. So, um, popular book. Very popular. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, and I think as we've established by this point, I am not a traditional romance reader. I think I've read maybe a handful at best and you i am a romance reader Mm -hmm. it's not my only genre but it is certainly a genre i'm very familiar with and i enjoy reading um i personally i guess some people's complaint about romance is something that i enjoy about it which is it is so predictable (laughs) you know what's gonna happen you can read the synopsis and i could write the book from the synopsis But that's what I like about it. There's no, you know, I mean, I'm not saying there's never going to be a tragedy or something sad that happens. But your two main characters, not only are they going to make it to the end alive, they're going to make it to the end well. Because they're going to be very happy together by the end of the book. So Yes. And, you know, I I think of them like you kind of know what to expect. And kind of like a movie in the at the beginning at the end of the second act into the third act, there's there's like oh no something the bad is happening. Big miscommunication, right? The and big then miss. and then you try to go back. So mm-hmm. so I think part of not just romance but books that are you, you kind of feel like are predictable. You're just kind of waiting for those twists and turns. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what's the thing that's going to blow up? Yeah, and this is a great example <clears throat> of um, a traditional romance. It it involves a couple. There is a big misunderstanding. There is some growth between the two characters. I guess sure. you can always argue that in a you romance novel. You can definitely novel. argue who grew and who didn't grow. The idea is that they grow right. together. Yes. And then they end up at least happy for now. Happy for now. Um, or happily ever after in most romance novels. Yeah. So it starts off already after the miscommunication has happened. Yeah. So this is a trope that we in romance land yet. We call this a um, second chance romance. Okay. Yeah. So this is a trope. This is an established couple Mm -hmm. who... They're married. So so we're talking about uh, Gavin, a professional baseball player for a major league team. Yep. And his wife, Thea. Yeah. And they got pregnant almost immediately after they started dating. And then... Shotgun wedding. Yep. And, so, yeah. so they are an established couple with twin daughters, and but but this is pretty common in in romance novels. The second chance romance trope, um, this idea that this couple in this long term relationship has grown apart. They're not communicating the way that they need to be communicating. Um, there's maybe some kind of misunderstanding or miscommunication between the two of them, mm-hmm. and they, for one reason or another, split up. And so this is a romance novel that involves them 
reconciling. Yeah, you start immediately uh, with the main character, Gavin, recovering from a hangover because they've just had their fight. He's moved out and his his bros uh, essentially are trying to help him recover, you know, get him through it. And then I think when they start to understand what's going on, they get this idea to like basically let him into Fight Club because the first rule of book club is don't talk about book club. And this is what makes this book special to me. Um, to be honest, it's not my favorite romance by any means. I, mm-hmm. The story between the two main characters, I really didn't care that much about Honestly, the couple. <laughs> yeah, because therapy, guys. Yeah. Therapy, and I think we're, you guys are good. The misunderstanding, which we'll talk about, mm-hmm. is pretty ridiculous. It's a pretty ridiculous reason. I mean, yes, the misunderstanding or the, the conflict there were deeper issues there. It wasn't just the conflict. Again, we'll get to that in just a second. But what made this book special and unique, the reason that I liked this book was the Bromius Book Club. Yeah, I think that was a really fun part of it, that camaraderie of aspect of it. I, you know, uh, I was secretly longing, like, do, do I have bros that I can start <laughs> reading romance novels with? Because uh, I can, you know, I can certainly read romance novels with, with you and a couple of other my friends, but I'll, I always say, because our book club, our local book club, is all female, except for myself. So <laughs> I don't know if that's the right space if I want to start like a bromance book club. Because Yeah, you know, maybe we you but, need to find some, some men that will read romance novels with you. Yeah, I, I just got to ask all my friends about, like, does your husband read romance novels? And just, like, be, be honest with me. And if they do, like, hey, like, well, then, you know. Definitely. Introduce this so we can start reading. Definitely a great idea. Also, my very favorite part of the entire book was when they called it a manual. They made a mistake of calling it a book. And then one of the other characters was like, it's a manual. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was great. Um, Yeah. And it oversimplifies the romance novel. It, It implies that, like, this is how women think. And if you want to understand how women think, you read romance novels. And that is a gross oversimplification. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of What Women Want with Mel Gibson. Yes. Where it's like, okay, I get it. But also, you're oversimplifying it. Yes. But also, it's fine. In the context of this book. In the context of this book. It's funny. It's clever. It's, it's lighthearted. Fine. I don't think it's meant to really take on... Any big gender stereotype, at least when it comes to women, um, I think actually more of the point of the book is that these men are getting in touch with their sensitive side and um, they're really learning, I guess, about themselves and I guess yeah. about that, like, they their can behavior? be, yeah, they can be big, macho, masculine men. They're all like professional athletes and, um, and still enjoy a love story. There's nothing... Yeah like I feminine about that inherently yeah it's it was and it was really funny because you're expecting and he uh gavin's also expecting people just give him shit about his 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 his, uh marital problems and for all these guys to be like no man we got you and blah 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 but even though it it is a little tropey there's even a section in in the story this is like bro you're not supposed to like follow the book word for word like you're (laughs) gonna get called out on that because he does at some point yeah yeah um can we talk for a minute about the misunderstanding? Sure. And let's, let's get into it. Um, we'll go ahead and warn you. Like, yeah, we're spoilers parts. Yeah, spoilers. Also, like, we're not going to get super graphic, but the the nature of the misunderstanding, it is sexual in nature. So just, just you know, maybe not for the kids. But, um, yeah, so, so the big misunderstanding is, or it's not even a misunderstanding. The big conflict that starts all of this is absurd. It's so ridiculous. Personally, I think she blows it way out of proportion. I think he blows it way out of proportion. I think that it's ridiculous. Turns out she's been faking her orgasms 
basically their entire marriage. Basically entire marriage. Other than probably the 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 their first session, apparently they got them pregnant yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, already with the puns. Oh, baseball player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I can see, I can see being hurt by that, finding that out, and going like, oh, I am not the love machine I thought I was. That's tragic. But also, for it to just collapse like it did, I thought like, oh, that's a, that is a bit much. Yeah. Well, and I think, like I said, there's more to it than that. Right. It's that is the conflict. But I think what it comes down to is his pride and his oh, ego, 100%. and that's why he's so upset, and and her inability to like communicate effectively. I mean, I'm sorry, she she was not an effective communicator at all. Yeah, she had her walls up pretty yeah. good for. It sounds like their entire relationship, you know, avoiding conversations about her mom and her dad and all of that. Again, the whole backstory part of it, like makes makes sense, sure. right? But at some point, you you think. You know, if you're sharing your life with someone and you're raising children, like some of those walls probably you would hope have come down by now. Yeah. I mean, they they have at least been together for several years mm-hmm. at this point. This is not a brand new relationship. But, yeah, it's, it's a bit silly. The whole conflict, the, at least the beginning of the conflict is right. pretty silly. I think that um, personally, I did not love the character of Thea. Um, I think that... She she had a lot of room to grow even at the end. I yeah. I don't know that she growed growed. I don't think she grew as much <laughs> as I wanted her to. Um, I think she was a little selfish. <laughs> I I will give her um, that she had uh, some challenges and um, that Gavin wasn't aware of. I, mainly the whole thing about the the wags. The, the wives and girlfriends of being a, uh, a baseball player. Because, again, he's he's a baseball player. He travels, all this. And he she's off doing, as far as he knows, she's off doing, hanging out with the other girls and just assuming they all get along because they have a shared commonality. And, for, and they spent a little time there going like, hey, this is really difficult for me, by the way. I don't like this. There's, you know, it's very confrontational. There's a whole thing about that. So I appreciate that they share, spend some of that time like, hey, this is, you know, hey, and I'm saying like you, you know, because I mean, he makes the line like I wasn't aware that was happening. Like, well, yeah, why would you know this was happening? You're not around to, yeah, to witness and, this. Well, and that's another. I'll I'll say to her credit too. The the wife of a professional athlete must be so incredibly difficult. Um, and I don't know that they really addressed this enough in the book. They he's probably never home, and she's raising these kids by herself, and that comes with a lot of stressors mm-hmm. on her and on the relationship. So, um, yes, I will give her that, that I'm sure her yeah. life was not an easy one. Uh, her family situation was not ideal, um, but I do think she was a little hard on him. Yeah. <laughs> Again, communication, right? Like, probably expressive. So, so at the end, not one of your favorite characters. No, no. Um, and I don't know, I'd say... I'd say not a lot of favorite characters in general in this book, except one of the members of the book club. I really enjoyed, well, I enjoyed two characters. I really enjoyed um, the guy who was supposed to be like the asshole in the group. Mm. And um, I thought he was funny. His name was Mac. I believe he, I believe he is the main character in the second book. Okay. And so I I, I like a good bad boy, a good reformed bad boy. I, I enjoy is that, that. Is that a trope in its own romance? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'd say like a trope or, or possibly a subtrope. Um, 
yeah, definitely a common theme for the bad boy. Or if you're reading like a, ro- a Regency romance, it's like the rake, the reformed rake. Um, so yeah, maybe called different things <laughs> in different types of books. But yeah, definitely a common because I mean, you know, you know, as all women are the exact same and we all, you are. You guys yeah, are all cookie cutter kind of <laughs> in, in everything you need to learn from us, you can find out in romance novels, mm-hmm. um, we all or, love a good bad boys. <laughs> or, or how to lose a guy in 10 days or something like that. Yeah. Just pick yeah. All of this, I, I heteronormative <laughs> BS that like is not actually the way the world works, but, um, yeah, no, that was a good character. I, you know, it's funny. Like, you're like, I don't, I didn't like the, uh, I, did not stand, could not stand her sister live every time she was on the page or in my case on the audio. I'm like, oh my God. And and so I'll say this because I I kind of got in the mindset Gavin was getting into where like this is a competition because, you know, to repair this relationship, they basically say like, give me X number of days, give me to Christmas to fix this. And she has all these conditions like, well, this is what I want you to do. And then he had his conditions. And again, again, him being, it turned into a game. And so Liv is just this uh, wild card character. This is like, you're going to screw up my game plan. And I'm going to blame uh, the three-body problem series that I read at the end of last year and beginning of this year for me embracing some of the darkest decisions I ever had. Because I, I was thinking, like, you got to get Liv off the, off the table. you got to get her out of the <laughs> equation so that you can be successful in, in winning your wife back. Solution one, you know... Do the Taming of the Shrew, 10 Things I Hate About You strategy, like, get her a guy, <laughs> make him date and get out of the way. And But now you're going into a whole other story. Uh, Book number two in the series. <laughs> well, well, I didn't know it was a series when I started, so <laughs> I, I may have to go get the other one. Uh, but then you're going full dark mode. Full dark mode uh, was like, how else can I get her off the tables? Like, well, you know, do I plant some like illegal drugs on her and get her arrested or or <laughs> you know create some kind of tragedy to get her out of the way because one of two things is going to happen is one is Thea becomes so distraught and has to lean on Gavin for that emotional support or Thea becomes so unstable and is intolerable and then Gavin can use that in a custody battle to get his children back again I, bl- I again this is not my normal thinking I blame Three-Body Problems, specifically The Dark Forest, because that book rewards you for the darkest decisions humanity can, is capable of. And there was some lingering sim like, well, you could really go really dark. And then like, but no, they don't do that in this book. Thank God. I was going to say, this just shows that you're not a typical romance no, reader. No, that I, you went there. We, uh, in, in romance novels, we don't, we don't usually get that dark. <laughs> right. Because, you know, and it's one of those things that sometimes happens like, well, there's no aliens yet, or there's no <laughs> a dragon hasn't shown up. I'm like, okay, I'm reading. I'm reading a romance novel, so that that's kind of the, <laughs> a contemporary romance novel. Not yeah, yeah. Now, if you get into like other genres within romance, sure. you can get kind of dark. Sure. But this this book is yeah. all light, fluffy. This is basically the book version of marshmallow fluff. Yeah, and they don't really <laughs> get her off the table. Like basically, her sister just kind of turns on her. And says, like, you're being unreasonable. And then Thea just starts defending her husband. And I'm just kind of like, well, that's one way. That's why she's the star of book two, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah so um, I don't think I disliked her as much as you disliked her. But um, my my issues were more with the main characters. But yeah. another fun side character I kind of wanted to talk about. There's not much to say about him. But 
I just liked the Russian. <laughs> um, there is a Russian hockey player because, of yep. course, it's a Russian hockey player. Again, and, tropes. Yeah. What other name would he, he have um, than Vlad? So <laughs> <laughs> Vlad, the Russian hockey player, I believe he gets his own book later in the series. I might skip ahead to that one. Um yeah, I liked him a lot too. <laughs> yeah, um, he, yeah, he was fun. The whole the scene where uh, they're all at Kevin's house having book club, and his wife and uh, and sister just basically uh, crash their crash their party, <laughs> and he's in the bathroom like just pooping away because he's got GI issues and <laughs> Liv is like screaming like what is like I hate men so much and just like. <laughs> I was, I thought that was really entertaining and just just that whole aspect of it that was really fun yeah, yeah. he's not in it a lot but man he get he gets a lot of value out of his pages he does he's definitely the um there for the sake of comedy but i i think there's going to be more to him when we get to his book oh yeah oh even when they're when they're like spying on them on their date and they're like hey those two guys are following us and i'm like and he's like wearing his hockey jersey. I'm like, what kind of disguise is this? <laughs> and he's like, you didn't think I would recognize you? Like, no, like it's not even the jersey from the team. I'm, playing. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like you're a big Russian dude and you're wearing a hockey jersey. Like, I think you kind of stick out. He's basically a caricature, which <laughs> again, romance novels, lots of characters are almost caricatures <clears throat> themselves. So, um, yeah, we, we got to get you reading more romance and you'll be able to. Uh, well, and as we talked about in the the regular episode, we've got to we've got to build up the spice gradually, True. Uh, because I'm I clutch my pearls a couple of times uh, listening to this, and you were very quick to point out like you're I'm I'm in the I'm in the, I'm in mild salsa territory. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, this isn't the spiciest of all spicy novels that I've read. Um, but, you know, everyone likes different, even romance readers. Sometimes people prefer closed book romances yeah. um, or closed book. No, closed book would imply you don't read the book. <laughs> closed um, door. Closed door romance. I like my filth behind a closed door. <laughs> yeah. I, I want them like, and 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 they close the door and it's morning. Yep. And I may have to gradually build into it, you know. Those I, exist. Um you know, yeah, because well, because I read uh, Book Lovers last year, yes. and I think there was like one scene where they don't even have sex; they just like kind of passionately make out, and I'm like, <laughs> "Woo! Like, wow! Like that was some stuff." And I remember bringing that up at our book club, and everyone was just staring at me like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "That was pretty tame." I'm like, "Was it? Like, man, they're, they were kind of going at it." I'm like, "No." No, they weren't. No, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this one stepped lovers, it up for me. Yeah. Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Great, mm-hmm. great book. We both really enjoyed that one. Um, definitely, like, I almost in this vein of romance where you could even argue that it, it may not even really truly be a romance novel. It's more like contemporary fiction about a woman. Sure. There happens to be a love story in it, but there's a lot more to it. So, um, yeah, we're, we're working our way up a little bit at a time. We may never graduate you to the spiciest, um, and that's okay because yep. everyone has different tastes. And I'm, I'm dabbling. Yeah, there's books out there for everyone. No matter what your uh, your interests are, there's there's something out there for everybody. So yeah. again, not my typical. I'm not even sure how I came across this, other than it was just popular, and it. I think the title was like enough to make me like get my interest and to hear like, oh, it's about a professional baseball player, blah blah. blah. I'm like. Okay, like I think there's enough uh, hooks there for me to at least give it a shot, and so I'm glad I did. I mean, 
you know, not my favorite book of all time or anything like that. No. I'm not going to rewrite my top 10 list or anything like that. No. But well, I, I, mean, I enjoyed reading it. Yeah. Well, what would you give it out of five stars? <sighs> I would give it uh, four Serrano peppers out of five. Really? Maybe three and a half. I did not like Liv, so I think okay. I think I think Liv causes me half a star. Okay, huh. three and a half. Wow, that's pretty high. Yeah, uh, book 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 lovers by comparison would be four and a half for me. Yeah, I enjoyed book. So my favorite romance book is not a romance book according to Liv. Liz here. <laughs> well, it's just you could make the case that it's not a romance novel. I I'd probably put it as a romance novel. A case could be made that it's not actually a romance novel, but I do I I really enjoy book lovers. Um, I would give Romance Book Club. Ooh, I feel bad saying this on air. Go right ahead. Hot take. What is it? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two stars. Wow. Okay. Um, but but that being said, it's it's a fine book. You it's know, it's a fine book. Every everyone, book, romance book. It's fine. It's. it's I didn't regret book. reading it. Yeah. It wasn't. I, and I actually kind of want to read a few others in the series. I suspect if I read, if I were to read the entire series. I suspect this would be the lowest for me. Okay. A big part of it comes from it's a trope that I don't particularly enjoy. This is not my favorite romance trope. Um, second chance romance is um, probably my least favorite trope within romance. Okay. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I don't have I don't have enough experience to tell you favorites or not favorites tropes. I just like okay, I'm I, you know I'm already building a picture in my head of how this is gonna go and. Yeah. We, we kind of follow along those beats. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I kind of got what I expected. So that's where it gets the three, three, three and a half. Absolutely. It's cozy. It's warm. Cozy, sure. Um, no, no major complaints. It's just, it, it's not, it's yeah. not even my favorite book in the series, although it's the only book I've read in the series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already like Vlad's story better and I haven't even read it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's it's just it's just a fastball right down the middle. Again, we're gonna stick with the baseball theme. You know, you know what you're getting. You it's you just gotta be ready for it and hit it. Um, and it's not a home run. I'll say not it's, a home it, run. It, it's a double. Okay, that's pretty good though. Um, yeah, I would say like the things that stood out to me that made it um, a good book. May, you know what? Maybe I'm taking it to three. Okay, three stars. Because we did it, folks. We convinced her it's a three-star book. Here, here are the two things that took it up to three stars for me. Um, the the bromance book club aspect of it. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I thought they... That's fun. Yeah, I thought it was really fun. I thought it was really clever. Um, and the side characters. Mm-hmm. Some of them. Some of them, yes. Yeah, because you're right. Thea and, and Gavin themselves are just... I, I, I'm Again, I'm screaming, like, go see a therapist. Yeah. Um. And then, and we don't have, ooh, and we don't have a story, but, so yeah, you're not here for the, for, for those two. Right, right. Also, you're here though, for all of it. go see a therapist is a pretty common theme in most romance it? novels. It's, well, not a theme, but that's what the reader is saying through most of the book. Okay. Like, there will be a misunderstanding in the beginning, and literally one conversation would, would clear everything up, but nope, you got to make a book out of it, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, that's our bonus episode of Romance Book Club. If you liked it, let us know. Yeah, we'd uh, love to hear it. And we'll, we'll try to do some more. Again, we'll, we'll, we'll see how often we do this. And if you guys say this is the worst episode you ever heard in your life, maybe we won't do them. And we'll just record them and listen to them ourselves. But <laughs> thanks for joining us. Uh, any other parting thoughts? I know. Just make sure that you follow us on Instagram. I'd read that underscore podcast. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one.